1: welcome everybody to the nfl show on the grueling truth sports network that's not the nfl show it's the cincinnati bengals weekly show but hey i do so many shows sometimes i forget um the Bengals show is brought to you by replenishing care and technologies make sure you check them out at rcandt.com also new sponsor manscaped which i know ty robbins could use.
2: Mm. <laughs> no no
1: response to that? all right hit, hit, hit in point, the digs early there michael got it, let got me welcome my co-host first up i watched him today be introduced to super bowl 23 they had you prominently coming out on that super bowl 23 highlight video my son was watching really? it joe help well, hey, me welcome hey, hey. joe kelly
3: hey hey what's up fellas uh you know it's a long it's a long day man sunday was a long day man long week um I, you know, I, I thought that our offense would play a lot better. I was, I was, I was surprised. I, I, I thought it would be the other way, uh, other way around. I thought they would totally dominate uh, our, our defense, and Lamar would run for 200 and throw for 250. Uh, that didn't happen, but we just got totally, totally manhandled. It was probably one of the worst offensive line showings I've seen in a long time. Uh, you know, so it's 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 unfortunate uh, that in, in in the NFL you have to put all three pieces together: defense, offense, and special teams. Uh, and the from the way it looks, to high, it looks like it's going to be a long season. Uh, and the way, in, in my mind, Joe Burrow's it's no, I, and I, I, he's he's a he's a tough sob man. And but I, I don't think he'll be able to last. Not not with these guys. It won't happen. He won't last 16 games.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. And on that positive note, I want to welcome in our <laughs> other co-host, Ty Robbins. How you doing, Ty? <laughs> I'm doing great. You know,
2: as a Bengals fan, every week and weekend, the, the, you, you know, you're watching the game. You're so excited. You want them to do great. You're hoping they do great. You, you 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 go through the draft, you get excited about the players, and then the season gets here, and the first game they always keep it close, and you have some hope. And then you know we did win, we tied, and I thought, well, wow, if any, you know, if anything, we could have a, you know, upset the Ravens by chance if we played the perfect game. We just didn't play the perfect game, and, <laughs> and I was I was shocked because you know. I, I'm like Joe, I thought it'd be the other way around. Our defense, except for the first, uh, you know, quarter, really turned, turned it around and and played solid football for them. And then our offense, you know, this is what our offense reminded me of when you play backyard football and nobody wants to be the lineman. Right. Nobody wants to be the offensive line and you and you decide that we're not gonna have a count. We're just gonna have an all-out rush. And then you try to get a, rid of the football as fast as possible. You know what I mean? And that's what I felt, you know, Joe Burrow was getting from every direction. I, I I'm like you, Joe. I think he's 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 as tough as they come, but I don't see him. And that's what I felt if they uh if they continue on this path. I mean these guys at some point have to block. They have to block or or, or figure it out or, or go with Finley because Burrow's going to get hurt. He's going to get hurt, and he's tough, and he'll come out and he'll do the post-conference and he'll say the right things and, you know, he'll back up everybody. But in the end of the day, he's got to make, you know, quick decisions about getting hit, and if he – you know, that's not how you want to start out your career. So I, I don't know what they do at this point, but they, they got to
1: figure something out. All right. Mike Holbrook asked Joe, what is it going to take to change, change the culture of this organization?
0: <clears throat> well, you
3: know, honestly, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take uh, Mike Brown to <clears throat> uh, allow Katie to take the reins. Uh, we all know uh, played, uh, I, I was drafted by Paul. Uh, Mike took over. Uh, at uh, the last year of my, my year with the, uh, uh, Bengals. Um, and, uh, you know, he runs it. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a family organization. Uh, you look at a lot of the other owners, uh, in the NFL and they have outside interests uh, they have other companies where that, that their revenue, they have additional revenue generated. This is, this is it. This is what the Browns do. Uh, this is their, their, their breadwinner. Um, and it's it's run like that. It's not run to a, in uh, uh, in the same same capacity as a, a Pittsburgh Steeler, uh, you know, Baltimore Raven, uh, 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 New England New England Patriots, uh, to put the best team on to try and win a Super Bowl. That's not our goal. We want to go out and he he spent some money. So we we look at it for Bingo Nation. We were we were just in awe of this guy spending money. Uh, but guess what? Every other team does that every year. So, you know, we were, I think we we, we got a little over eager uh, because he did he could spend some money. Uh, but when you look at it, uh, did we need uh, 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 some new defensive backs, some some help here? We got some, some players. You know, um, I don't think the first guy we signed was a defensive tackle. I didn't think that was the number one priority that we needed another defensive tackle uh, and you see as a result uh, until they if, if I don't know with Mike Brown I don't think he'll ever hire a GM like other organizations uh, responding to Mike holbrook here um, I think Katie I think with Katie I would I would hope that she understands that she's not a football person. She was at her family, her, her, her you know, Paul is a the, is the football guy. And I think she, I, I would imagine that she would want to surround herself with some a GM that's a, is a business football oriented guy uh, that our, our, our young lady uh, that knows uh, football uh, and, and can actually go out here and evaluate talent as opposed to reading Mel Kuyper's uh, his, uh, analysis of each player. Uh, you know, so until that happens, we're still going to get uh, this and we're going to get the, the coaching staff, the subpar coaching staff, you know, Mike, Mike, Mike good passer right now could, it has the the same credentials or better credentials than Zach. You could you call it what you want it. You know, the, uh, the, the offensive line, you know, two weeks ago, he, he's, He's putting 68, as far as he's concerned, playing as as well as any offensive tackle uh, in football. We, we're looking at the game, you know. So if this guy is what you know uh, uh, is 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 if he's the barometer and saying here, our offensive line is this, and we're one 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 player away. Uh, I heard a lot of people saying we're only one one guard. We need a white guard, and that'll solve the problem. Absolutely not. You know, we are we are at least three guys on that offensive line from. Uh, being able to protect this kid and allow this kid to uh, become the player that everybody has seen uh, in the beginning of the season.
1: Well, and A.J. Green is a big question here. And my thing is, if you don't resign resign A.J. Green, you don't give Bobby Hart $21 million. You've got the money to go out and get a guard and a tackle. You could get multiple offensive linemen for that money. And I think what they did at the DBs, outside of Von Bell, I don't see where anybody they brought in was really a huge addition or a huge upgrade, Ty.
2: Um, I was excited to see what uh, Alexander could do. I heard a lot of things, uh, you know, as far as, you know, not missing tackles and being a you know solid um, more so than Denard. So I was hoping that he would come through, but he's been hurt. Wayne's been hurt. Reader just got hurt. Just about everybody we've signed, you know, Savior got hurt. All, the, all of our uh, people of free agency that we hired, you know, we went out and got or, or injured except for Bill. Um, so I guess we'll just have to, you know, see what happens. As far as AJ Green, uh, that ship sailed. I don't I don't think you get much for AJ at this point. You know, people are concerned about his health. They don't want to pay the big ticket price of that franchise tag. And so I think for him, he's got to, you know, do what he did. Say, say hey, that's not what I was saying this week. That's the only response that he could do. And then go out and show if he wants the big money, you know, like he, he says he, he deserves and he's going to have to start playing and he's got the rest of the season to do that. But I don't know how that happens when you have linemen that can't block long enough for Burrow to get it downfield. So, Or, you know, for him, he's got to start getting separation and, and, and picking it up. I, I like A.J. a lot, and I hope that he turns it around. We'll just have to see. He's got plenty of season left to do something.
1: Yeah, and Joe, I mean, the one thing I can say about this game, if you'd have told me going into it, our defense would only give up 20 points, you've got a chance to win it. The defense played well in this game.
3: Yeah, you know, they, they played they play well enough for us to win. Uh, And, and I can eat my words because I said – you know our defense is going to find a way to lose it. You know you guys recall I said that. So when I'm looking at it, uh, it wasn't we weren't a dominating defense like Baltimore was. Um, we were making plays and we were we were getting off the field on third down. That that was the biggest thing. Uh, they would they would get yardage. They would get you know four or five. It wasn't like we were you know attacking line of scrimmage and and stopping the one two yard gains. Um, but we won on third down. If you went on third down in this league, you're going to give your, your, your team a chance to win. And that's, that's what we did. Uh, when we look at the, the other, other side of the ball, we, 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 you know, we're talking about AJ green. Um, I, I, you know, being a, 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 an ex player you're looking at guys demeanor, you're looking at how, how they, how they're running their route or even if on defense, how they're executing, how they walk off the field. Um, just just their demeanor and we're looking at a uh, a lot of a lot of things that they're asking AJ to do and and um uh, uh listening to uh my t- uh, ex teammate Tim Tim McGee who's uh you know had had a really good you know career uh wide receiver knows wide receiver play and uh AJ AJ is running a lot of dummy routes you know you call it what you want you want it you know you could say he's running dummy routes he running routes. He's running routes to for for Tyler Boyd to come underneath. He's he's running routes, clearing routes for for Higgins. So understand this. In every coaching new regime, you know they're 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 going to push their guys. So you can say what you want. You we can get all the naysayers. They they don't have this. You know it's it's Zach is trying to prove that some of the guys he drafted are because he can he has to he has to win. So T T Higgins has to hit the guys that he's drafting have to hit. Or he's going to get backlash from that. AJ's not his guy. Uh, is is is? Uh, could they have gotten more uh, uh, trade, a, a bigger trade bait for AJ? Had they traded him before? Yes. Will they get? Will they get the same now? Absolutely not. I think I think AJ um, is still on this team. He's the number one guy. T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd are not number one receivers. The number one cornerback is covering AJ Green. Every game, it's because of AJ Green. You know, if you take AJ AJ Green out of the mix, you you'll really see how good these two receivers are without AJ Green. Uh, a lot of a lot of things, and and the frustration. Whether or not he said what he said, it looked like he said what he said. I understand why he would say what he said. If I'm running, I'm running, and and when this guy is not even looking for the ball, there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect somewhere, uh, and I wouldn't say it's Joe Burrow's fault. You know, it's part, the offensive line, uh, their inability to to block anybody, um, uh, the play calling. Uh, but it, he's in a he's in a tough position. I know, I know, because you know. Well, how about how about
1: this, Joe? Yeah. If Zach Taylor is ignoring him because he wants to use his guys, what does this tell us about the Bengals front office? That they resigned AJ Green.
3: Well, well, you 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 know that it, it hasn't always been uh, the same. You we we, we remember uh, uh Henry. Chris Henry. Uh uh Marvin did not and I know that for a fact. Marvin didn't want did not want that dude on his team. And when Mike when I when Mike signed that guy, I think then you know, uh, you know, I want to speak for Marvin, but I think then it came he came to a realization that no matter what, it's Mike's going to put his team out. So I'm going to ride the wave, you know, and, you know, you, you rode the 15-, 16-year wave, uh, but it was at a point in time where he was just going to coach who he had and he wasn't going to make a big deal about it. Uh, and and I think as long as Mike Brown is just, is, is uh, uh, at the helm, these kind of things are, are going to happen. So we don't, we don't really know uh, if – Zach wanted AJ. We see what happened up in New York. You know, Gase never wanted Le'Veon Bell. And it was a nightmare from day one. And they wind up, you know, that's that's an easy 26, 27 million Le'Veon Bell got. Uh, and, you know, it was a total disaster for, you know, uh the, the Jets organization, uh, even though their 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 top guys wanted him and, and the head coach didn't. So, you know, we don't really know the
1: the fact, but, you know, it happens. Yeah, and I think that the Jets organization is a lot like the Bengals organization when you look at it. I mean, it's just poorly run. There's no chain of command. There's just one guy that makes the calls. And when that happens, things usually don't turn out too well. All right, this week, the Bengals travel to Indianapolis to play the Colts, Ty. You got any hope for this one? Come on, Ty. Better, better than the Ravens, I assure you.
2: If they can get to uh, Phillips, and uh, he, he likes to stay in the pocket. If they can get to him and fluster him a little bit, and our defense play as well as they did last week, uh, it's going to come down to offensive line play, and Joe Mixon may be getting out there. A,
1: we don't have a chance, Ty. What? Say you're that you're again? I'm not saying We don't have a chance, have a chance then. <laughs>
2: Uh um, um I I don't know. Uh I, I like to think that the Bengals uh could pull this one off. You know, I, I think they could. I, I think with um you know uh Mixon and those guys are gonna have to have big games. They're gonna have to take some of the pressure off. They're gonna have to do some more play action. They're gonna maybe some screens if they're coming in, they're gonna have to figure something out. Uh, they've got the personnel. I don't. I don't think uh, the you know the Colts are going to uh, uh, blitz as much as we. What is his Martin Martindale from uh, the Ravens? Oh, I don't yeah,
3: yeah, he's also talk show. Yeah, talk show.
2: Yeah, I don't think he's going to uh, blitz as much. Or he, they may look at the tape and say and I don't think they have the personnel too. So I think. Um, you know, it could be close. It'll be a close game for sure. If they can get the game,
1: okay, Ty, and- I, stop. Don't do this. I mean, people watch <laughs> this show. You can't be <laughs> saying stuff like that. I mean, I'm a fan. I'm representing the fans. If I'm the Colts, I don't need the blitz. I got to course, Butner and Justin Houston who are just gonna destroy the Bengals offensive line. Am I wrong here, Joe? No,
3: no. I, I I think you're you're totally on point, Mike. Um We look at it, and and, and, and unfortunately, we're looking at every week, and we're trying to, you know, find.
4: When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word, delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit amazon.com slash hyundai, or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Let's make Vision Zero a reality in D.C. Almost half of D.C.'s traffic fatalities come from impaired driving. These deaths are 100% preventable. Don't let impaired driving ruin your holiday. Always have a plan for a sober ride. Never drive impaired. D.C. police are arresting drunk and drugged drivers. Drive sober or get pulled over. A message from the District Department of Transportation and Metropolitan Police Department.
3: The, the Cinderella's foot fit in the shoe. Uh, and... Ty, I'm I'm looking my looking the man came man I can take you around man this is bingo nation down here baby I know I you
2: love know. it I love uh, it Joe I love yeah. it
3: and and you know it, it's uh you know when when the, when, the, when the when the bingos lose on Sunday man uh it's really a shitty day you know I agree no what else, what other game, have bingos, I agree and man. Monday don't So mm. I I say that and and now you know you know you have to I think this season, and seeing what we have, and seeing, you know, the, the audacity of of this organization to put that offensive line together. You know, you 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 bought, you know, a uh, uh, brand new Rolls Royce, Royce off the off the showroom floor, and you're you're living in in the tenements right you know, you, you know you're you parking it in an apartment you know what i mean you don't you don't do that you know you you got this 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 brand new Rolls royce you know and you want to surround it you want to put a, a, a iron clad gate around this dude um and i i think we knew mike when they signed and and you know i know 68 you know personally he's probably he hears it And, you know, as, as, you know, we're, we're commentating, you know, I know how you feel as a football player, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. 68 is not a, I don't care what that offensive coach line coach said 68 is not a starting offensive tackle in the national football league period. Uh, You could argue that there are at least three guys on their team are like that. Um, And we can talk about, you know, Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon is arguably in the top five, you know, top six, seven at backs in the league. This dude can't even get to the line of scrimmage without getting hit. Um, the the wide receivers you want to get, and you know, AJ Green in, in involved. Uh, now I hear they they're 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 getting my husky, uh, you know, and uh, fifteen. John Rice, yeah, yeah John Ross. You know, Ross. And we need somebody to go deep. Well, hell, he don't have time to get the the time to throw it deep. So we look at it and we talk about uh, what we think had happened uh, against the Indianapolis coach. Uh, It's, it's, it's they're fortunate that Phillip rivers is up in age. He's never been a scrambler. He's going to stay in the pocket. Um, I think, you know, we can win some third downs with him, but, but offensively I think their D line is going to dominate our offensive line again. Um, it's not, I don't think it's going to be bad as, as the total domination, uh, that the Ravens, uh, uh put on us, uh, but each, each week, um, there, every, every, offensive coordinator, uh, defensive line coach, they're salivating when they look at the film and they see what works and just about everything works. They're not going to get down, beat down in the stadium and, and put this thing together this week. Uh, Mike, you you know offensive line play, and I would say at least half of those sacks were guys were not even touched. They're running through the A gap, not touched. Nobody yeah, and the sad team, thing, Joe,
1: was- the sad thing is this. You're five weeks into the season, and the offensive line's no better than it was week one. It might even be worse. You still see guys lean. I mean, a decent football coach or a decent offensive line coach sees that right away. Yeah. And the bad thing about that is, a decent defensive line, coach sees it too.
3: Yeah, and right. I
1: guarantee you, the Colts are being told, as soon as you see that lane, just grab him and run by him because yeah, that's yeah. what's happening here. Yeah. And everybody blames Mike Brown for this. This is Paul Brown's fault. If you want to get to the crux of this organization, I mean, I had a friend who passed away a couple of years ago, Gary Jeter, you probably knew him. Joe Gary played Jeter. for the yeah. Giants. Yeah, yeah, 1979, yeah. you know, he was worried because he thought the Bengals might draft him. That you told the story before about them yeah. offering you the same money they offered Lewis Phillips, who was yes. picked around yeah. later. This yes. organization has always been run by this. This is also yeah. an organization that when Paul Brown decided to retire, he hired Bill Tiger Johnson to be the head coach. Yeah. When he had Bill freaking Walsh sitting there as his offensive coordinator, yeah. and he did it because he knew he knew Bill Walsh may make him look bad. Bill Walsh yeah. with that '76 Bengals team might have come in here and won a damn Super Bowl. I mean, the Bengals were really talented in the mid-70s. You were running with two of the – maybe one of the best cornerback tandems of all time, Lamar Parrish, Kenny Riley. You had a young Reggie Williams. Coy Baking in the defensive end. That was a team that could have won. So when everybody sits here and says, oh, this is all Mike Brown's fault, his daddy's the one that set this up. His dad (laughs) was the one living in the 50s that thought you could do everything by yourself. The only difference was Paul Brown drafted a little bit better than Mike did. And Paul Brown had everybody's respect because he was freaking Paul Brown. Mike Brown just some quarterback from Dartmouth or Brown. Who cares? And the thing is, this organization, since the time it was born, was run by one person. And it's really hard to do that successfully. And I would say that Paul Brown didn't win any Super Bowls. And if you look at the 81 and the 88 Bengals, Within two years of each one of those Super Bowl seasons, the team was decimated because they let people leave, they got rid of people. And because this Brown family, and it was Paul Brown in 81 and 88, didn't want to pay the players. So they didn't care if they won or not. They were trying to make money, hoping they could win. The difference was when you got Paul Brown doing it, at least he knows something about football. And I'm not saying Mike Brown doesn't. He was a college quarterback. I'm sure he knows something, but there's a difference between knowing about football and being able to evaluate a tackle or evaluate a defensive end. You've yeah. got to have the 30 or 40 scouts every other team in the AFC North has. And yeah. each one of those scouts, I mean, you've got guys specifically, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, but specifically looking for old linemen. you got other coaches that are D-line yeah. guys who are looking yeah. for D-linemen. Absolutely. And, I mean, absolutely. this is a joke.
3: Yeah, absolutely. You, that, and and we, we talked about it, Ty. We've talked about it in the past. About uh, scouts uh, going out and physically going out to practice, going out to University of Alabama, going out to see this guy Oklahoma, uh, and you and you look at teams. That, you look at Pittsburgh, uh, and you know they had a couple couple of uh, first round picks, but those other guys are mid round picks. You know, and and how are how are all these teams hitting with these mid round picks? Because they're going out and they're studying these guys. You know, when you, we don't have anybody that, that's out there that that's physically going to see these guys and seeing how these guys interact with their team, see what see what kind of work ethic they have. You know, really looking in practice, looking at their 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 work habits, their study habits. Uh, you you're you're able to see if this guy is heavy on his toes. You know, if he's leaning back, you know, how how his balance is. Uh, you 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 can see him in practice going against speed guys, seeing him going. You can see those things. Because in practice, everything is 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 segmented. It, it's it's we're gonna go here. We're gonna do pass rush. We're gonna do, so you know what's coming up. So you're able to really look at a guy and see what 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 really is this guy's strength and what is his weaknesses. Um, and when you don't have a, a, a scouting department that's that's capable or are not even able to do that, uh, because the coaching staff goes out and scouts after the season is over. Every team has already been scouting these guys face-to-face at their schools, uh, at games.
1: Probably for Uh, a year, Joe. They were probably in the offseason this last year. And, well, maybe not because of the COVID, but they were probably at least having Zoom meetings with them.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's tough, Ty. It's tough tough being, uh, you know, a Bingo fan. And and, and we are. We are. We are. That's what we are. Uh, And it's unfortunate because it doesn't take a football genius to – really see uh, uh, what's going on had we kept Whitworth and and, and Zeitler we, if we kept kept them we would be in the talk right now we would be in the talk every year because now now you got a Joe you throw Joe Burrows in the mix and you got a, a mixing you know you got a Giovanni Bernard and we all uh, receivers that we have um you know Hell,
1: Joe. Is Giovanni still on the team? They never let him play.
3: You know, he, 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 I, well, you know, Mike. It, it's you know, you you wonder about about the game plan. I have no idea what the offensive line coach was trying to teach them, uh, what he what what they practice. Uh, because i I seen i seen it wasn't even they weren't even running a lot of games. It wasn't even a lot of defensive line games. Guys were just coming, you know, here when when guys blitzing, you're protecting the inside first. You're stepping protecting, protecting the inside and then, you know, you go out here, nobody's there. I've literally seen the guard and the tackle, you know, both of them, you know, step inside. Nobody comes that way and, and both of them don't touch nobody. And there's a guy on B gap and he's running straight and a guy over here in A gap. He, he These two guys, what are you guys, what are you looking at? You know, and, and it happened so many times, you know, I'm just like, who is, who? this is coaching. This is this is the NFL, and you're looking at these. You you don't even see high school kids, Mike, that that blow that many blocking assignments that that are just even a one man blitz or no blitz. You know, it's it's just four man rush and they're they're totally whiffing or missing guys uh, because of lack of communication.
1: Yeah, and Ty, does this really affect you into Monday when the Bengals lose now? Uh, it certainly does because then I got to <laughs> come on. You didn't give up when I did when Jeremy Hill fumbled that ball in 2015. <laughs> I does. lost all hope then. I stopped being upset. Oh, now I just expect it. That was a long week. No, but
2: you gotta, if you're a true Bengal fan, you gotta go to work. And then people are giving you a hard time because they knew you're a Bengal fan and same old Bengals. And you gotta
1: hear it. You but- know, why that happens, Ty. I'm a true Bengal fan, but I don't ever claim that I think they're going to beat anybody. See, your problem is you got like Browns and Steeler fans probably at your school, and you're probably talking mad crap and knowing that <laughs> they So, this is
0: what
1: <sighs> happens sometimes. You know. we got Joe Burrows. So we're going to playoffs
2: this year, right?
4: <laughs>
1: the Browns haven't been that good. So, you. Uh, you know. You yeah, know, but now your issue was is this: the Browns are four and one, and have figured out maybe you should just run the ball when you got two really good running backs. So there could be an issue in Cleveland if you're a Cincinnati Bengals fan. Yeah. And they got good linemen. Even the linemen they picked up, you know, are pretty good. Yeah, they've got average linemen. There's not too mm-hmm. many. I, I can't think of too many teams in the NFL right now, Joe, that have above-average offensive lines. No, you know, you, you look
3: at—I uh, mean, I, I, my prime example is Pittsburgh. You know, the Pittsburgh has you know you, you know you you have Ponce the center who's who's been one of the top centers for a long time. Uh, other than that, these you no know, these guys these guys are you know they're 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 good. But they, I wouldn't say that this is you know the the Dallas Cowboy line, uh, you know of, of the '90s. It's it's it doesn't compare to anything like that. Um, but you you look at you look at a uh, uh, in in this league, it, it's it's coaching and it's technique. Because guess what, every week. It is it, is Indianapolis defensive line as good as Baltimore's overall? Probably not.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah, I think they are Joe. So, with the fourth partner and Justin Houston. But when you look
3: at it, my thing is when you go week week by week, guess what? Everybody on that defensive line is an NFL player. Yeah.
1: Everybody not you know, everybody I mean, on the, I mean, the Bengals' offensive line is, though. That's yeah, the problem. So,
3: yeah. So when when you look at it. Uh, you know, and 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 with coaching, because you're going to go against people that are stronger than you, faster, bigger, faster, stronger, uh, and and it comes down to technique. It comes down to uh, learning the scheme, and I don't I don't think that the players understand the scheme. If they do, it's a total disconnect. If they if they do, they're really off. They say that if they understand the scheme they're really awful. I'm, I'm well I'm,
1: and, and the I'm, thing is this, don't you think the big problem there is the lack of people being able to t- coach offensive linemen from junior high all the way through college? Because I can tell you this, my high school team doesn't practice on Wednesdays, and 5 of those Wednesdays this year I've went to help other coaches with their high school varsity team and the thing I notice is when they run like offense against defense on a Wednesday night, they stop and correct quarterback, wide receiver, running back mistakes with offensive linemen. They don't. They just kind of let it go, and you you almost never see a high school coach that will stop in and say, "No, you're supposed to take a step this way. You're supposed yeah. to do that." But I see all kind of high school coaches that will yell, "You know, you, you got to keep your pad level low, or you got to get your butt down." But they don't ever stop and emphasize it. And I think a lot of times what we end up is just a bunch of overgrown dudes probably a lot of steroids, a lot of cheeseburgers. They're 6'5", 300 pounds. Yeah. So we're just going to consider them offensive linemen because it takes a while to run around them. But when you get to the NFL, the defensive linemen are bad asses then. You're not fat asses like they might be in high school and college, and you've yeah. got to have some technique. And if you've never been taught it, I, I what it looks like to me is teams with really good offensive line coaches, like the 49ers, the Steelers, the Patriots, their guys get coached up into a position where they're good enough to win yeah. the game. It doesn't happen here.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I, when you, you mentioned new England, I, 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 had to just, uh, uh, didn't even think about new England and, and even, uh, them going to the super bowl. And, uh, I know several times they went, they, their offensive line was, you know, they, it's a rag doll. They put the, they put those guys together, uh, three four of the starters are out and they these are second tier guys these are guys they traded for in the middle of the season these guys are coming off the practice squad uh, but they're getting taught uh, and and they're 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 getting taught to their strength whatever their strength is they not may not be over physical guy uh, and it's a technique guy um you know San Francisco that uh, they' they're, I hated playing them because they you knew they were gonna cut they were gonna cut and their leg whipping you know, leg whipping is illegal now. Uh, but you know that's what that 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 coach coach taught. So he didn't need the uh, six six, you know, three hundred thirty pound monster. Uh, he needed a guy that was agile, that had good feet, good technique, and he can teach them their scheme. Uh, and no matter who he put in there, it was just a piece. You put another cog in, in, in the puzzle, and it worked. Uh, but th- they were teaching uh, that technique here. Are we? What are what are we, Mike Ty? What are we, Smash Mouth? Because we're not technique. You know, I don't I think, think we, we know what the hell
1: we are, Joe. All I know is this: I've never seen a team where maybe one of the five offensive linemen can kick step properly.
3: I don't know. And the, the only
1: reason Jonah Williams looks like he can is because he played for a good offensive line coach at Alabama. Yeah,
3: and 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 you, man, I don't. I don't you know, it's I don't even want to say that because I because you know I, I got I got a lot of hope for Jonah. Um but he's he's looking just like a guy. Yeah. Uh, in Alabama, Alabama, I he was a dog. I seen him, you know, tech. I seen him bulldoze. I seen him, you know, pass block punch. Uh, you know, good hand eye coordination uh, thing. I used to see Anthony Munoz, Joe Walters, those guys practice. You know, we had a, a, a kung fu guy out there and and just teaching him, you know, the hand placement. You don't, you don't. You don't see none of that, um, you know, and it's 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 a uh, you know, situation where you're going against uh, guys like you said, guys in high school. Most offensive linemen in high school, they were the biggest badasses at their school, and they totally dominated the little kids in their conference. And then when you got to college, you were getting taught how to play offensive line. And then if you're good enough in college and to get to NFL. Now you gotta learn technique, cause guess what? You're gonna you're gonna get Chris Doleman. You know you're gonna get Pat Switzer, You know you're gonna get Reggie White. Uh, you know Howie Long. So you better learn technique, cause guess what? Those guys are just as big as you, probably stronger and damn sure faster. So you have right. to win with with technique. Uh, and uh, Ty, I don't I don't know. Ty, Ty, do you see any kind of technique getting taught with this offensive line?
2: You know, it, it's all about technique. You know, even when I coach wrestling, is a very technical sport. And you can have a great athlete. You can have the strongest guy. You can have the fastest guy.
0: directed
4: let's make vision zero a reality in dc almost half of dc's traffic fatalities come from impaired driving these deaths are 100 percent preventable don't let impaired driving ruin your holiday always have a plan for a sober ride never drive impaired dc police are arresting drunk and drugged drivers drive sober or get pulled over a message from the District Department of Transportation and Metropolitan Police Department.
2: It's back very quickly because it it comes down to technique. Proper technique will win over every time. And so if these guys aren't getting coached up and they're not, you know, getting their hand placement, getting low on the pad, they're they're not going to win on the line. They just aren't. And it's showing because they're getting blown back, you know. like They're getting five yards easy. You know, so I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't.
1: I don't. Hey, Joe, don't let Ty fool you because he was a, a junior high football coach for two years. Well, That's right, baby.
3: Ty, you know, you know where we're yeah. talking. It's just
1: and my my dudes come up and hit somebody though.
3: Yeah, you. But you look. You look in our. our hey, our
1: I food. saw Ty beat a kid one time that didn't do what he was supposed to do too. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> That's right. That's a different era, huh? You couldn't do that yeah. back to that. Yeah, nah, nah, that didn't. Happen. Well, we'll leave that alone, Ty. Yeah. <laughs> But All right, we look at the Bengals-Colts. Uh, the one thing about the Colts, I may be crazy here, but I think the Colts would have a better chance of winning with Jacoby Brissett than they do with Phillip Rivers.
3: He, he, Jacoby gives him another dimension. Uh, with Phillip uh, uh, Rivers, you know what you, you're getting. You know, he still has a decent arm, uh, but in my opinion, he's he's still erratic. He was very erratic toward the end of uh, uh, his tenure in, in San Diego. Uh, and he'll he'll throw you the ball, he'll throw you the ball, uh and and we can uh, hopefully put some kind of pressure. At, and even defensively, we we we, it, it's a it's a bend but don't break, uh because they're they're still rushing five yard average per play. You know we 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 won on third down. We have to win on third down again uh, this week. Uh, but you know, if you you get a team that says, well, hey, we're gonna run on you, and we're giving up 4.6, 4.7 yards of rush, 5. Point, you know, one yards of rush, I'm just gonna run at them, and, and 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 every time we come to third down, it's third and one, third and two, uh, and and the odds of us winning on third down, uh, they they increase. So uh, the team teams are looking bad and. If we don't win this week, I, I think we're going to be in a, a, a free fall. I don't. I'm hoping that the free fall is is, is, is not starting, but I can see uh, a team like the Bengals going into a a, a, a free fall because now now you're going to start getting the distrust with the players. Now you know Joe Burrows is you know he's not saying he's saying everything good about everybody. You know, how long are you going to take a beating and keep saying, you know, you got to keep saying positive. How long is A.J. Green going to get, stay positive? How long is Joe Mixon going to stay positive? And every time he's hitting the ball and he's getting 24 rushes for 40 yards, you know, and Giovanni you know, is getting no touches. Um, you can you can say what you want. You know, we're all human. And and everybody, it, this is a team sport. In the individual on an individual basis, because if you don't produce individually, you will not be a part of that team, too much too much longer. So, uh, with that being said, if if it if we continue to uh, uh, to go in this this free fall, uh, you can look at the defense. They when they had the 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 team meeting and everybody's going to hold each other accountable, uh, and we're going to do this. Keep losing. You know, and it's tough. You're gonna you're you're gonna need those leaders to really come up and keep this keep this uh, keep this team together uh, because uh, sooner or later, you they're gonna be some disgruntled uh, people uh, 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 on, on this team, and 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 it's tough knowing when you have the guys to at least to be able to compete on an NFL level, and and right now. Uh, just like offensively, we 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 were totally dominated in every facet of the offensive game, uh, and uh, uh, we they are they're going to have to do better. Uh, if you think that this team is going to come out and go on a four or five game winning streak, uh, things things are going to have to get better on the on the field.
1: All right. Mike Holbrook wants to know if we believe Zach has lost the locker room. I would say this. I don't think Zach ever had the locker room. What do you think, Ty? Um, the,
2: the way they make it sound, the players have the locker room. You know, if, you know, Bell's giving these speeches and, and uh, other players are trying to get people pumped up and holding people accountable. And yeah, it doesn't sound like uh, Zach has too much control. I think part of it is, that and, and this might be PR, you know, Zach comes up. He doesn't really put anybody on the spot. He doesn't really hold anybody accountable out in the media. Now, whether he does it behind
1: closed doors. I guarantee he does not.
2: There are a <laughs> lot of coaches.
1: <laughs> <he does. laughs> there are a Another lot Lord, of coaches. Like- 12. I mean, most of the players' wives could probably whip his ass. He, he has no presence about him on a football field. He's a candy ass. I just admit
2: it. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of there, a lot of coaches are you know tough. They're going to they're going to put even Tom Brady got pulled over uh, the fire there. You know, he was held accountable yeah. for his play, and he turned it on. And so they don't care why because their jobs are on the line, and he doesn't seem to you know. Worry that much, but he better figure it out, cause um, you know, <laughs> yeah, he had not even won
1: enough games to be an NFL commentator. Ever he gets fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah,
3: you know, it's it's uh, when you when you talk about you know the locker room, uh, it doesn't it doesn't matter uh, if the coach uh, is a young coach, uh, if he's you know a former player, uh, uh, if if he's a, a Belichick. He's an art shell. Every every coach I I played for commanded the locker room, except, in my opinion, Bruce Coslet. Uh, and Bruce Coslet, uh, uh, you know, was an offensive coordinator, so he he was a proven coach uh, in in the in this league. Uh, and when I, I got traded up to New York, he he, he just like Zach hired all his buddies from where they, where they go from central Michigan, Western Michigan, wherever they came from, those are yeah, his buddies, you know, and, and whether or not his buddies, you know, if they, uh, uh, experience wise were experienced enough to come and coach at, at this level, they weren't, uh, they could have, you know, they could have, he could have bought him in as assistant, you know, assistant coach, uh, but you could have, you could have brought in a qualified offensive coordinator. You could have you brought in a qualified defensive coordinator um, and kind of try and put the pieces, other pieces to the puzzle. Uh, now when you have uh, a, a, an offensive line coach that's telling Beagle nation that number 68 is playing his ass off and he's, he's doing this and, and we're a player away. So, so if, 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 if Mike, you're the head coach and I'm your buddy and you hired me to run the offensive line and I said 68, you you need to, you need to, hey, well, Joe, hey, uh, you know, your <laughs> ass is out of here. You know, we're still, I love you, buddy, but, you know, you're, 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 it's not working.
1: That's exactly you know, I mean, how it would go too, Joe. <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, but but you know what, it's, it's it, 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 you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's business because at the end of the, end of the day, Zach's, Zach Zach's name is here. not the defensive coordinator, not the offensive line coach. It's what you put together right here. Uh, And uh, in my opinion, if you're saying, okay, if we're trying to win this season, you know, somebody got to be held accountable. In my opinion, that offensive line coach will be fired, you know, uh, and, and uh, I think he needs to hire, you know, let somebody take over offensive, you know, the plays or whatever. I think he's trying to do, the same thing as McVeigh uh, McVay the, is doing in, in uh, uh, the Rams, uh, but you you're not qualified to do what you're trying to do, and then we don't have the same personnel to do what they're they're doing. So uh, it's it's um, unfortunately it's it's uh, we're, we're we're a quarter quarter through the season, and and it's tough to really think that our season is already over uh and we're only a quarter through this through the season uh because uh where where what did we do to make us really think that we got better from last week
1: we did nothing joe like we always do like we've done for the last five years and ty this is the big moment bengal's who wins I'm not going with the Colts, man. I can't go with the Colts. I'm
2: not going with the Colts. No, I'm going 24-21 Bengals. They will. I mean, it's the Colts. Come on. I don't know why you catch so much hell at work after a game? This, listen, started. this is the Steelers. This is the Ravens. I'm not going with the Colts, man. They're not that good. I don't. I don't see. Um, we tied the Eagles. Tie. Yay. Hey, the thing about the Eagles though, they got heart, man. They got heart and they're going to they're going to yeah, play. Which is why it was a tie cuz we had the better team on the field. Yeah. I, I agree. I totally agree. Feeling that's feeling that's feeling that came feeling down feeling to coaching. Bad.
1: And here's the other yeah. thing.
2: Because here's it usually thing.
1: does and this is the problem. Indianapolis but, has a decent coach. We don't. You know,
2: and, and I agree. When I coached when when, when I coached, wrestling is a bit a little bit different than football, but I coached to win. <laughs> Right. I don't coach to tie. I don't coach to with uh to kick a field goal. So we oh, don't dude, that, I forgot to bring that up. Now, how in the I hell do you kick a field goal in 47
1: right. or nothing?
2: I go <laughs> to win. You know what I mean? I'm not kicking to be like,
1: oh well, we scored some points. No, I'm going to I win. Think maybe that was a post-game pre or post game speech to the team. Hey guys, we we didn't get shut out. Hey, and, man, and, and it's,
3: it's, it's, it's it's sad. It's sad when you're when you're when you think about that. That you know, just think of the mentality that you're what 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 you're giving to your team.
2: The message what you're
3: saying to your team: we're gonna. Oh, it's it's twenty-seven nothing, and we're gonna we're gonna kick a field goal to get on the board. You know, have some have some kahunas, man. We're going. We're trying to get an end zone period.
1: You know what I would take, Joe? I would take Mike Zimmer getting fired in Minnesota and taking the job here at the end of the season and we may be able to get him just because you know how the Brown family is.
3: Well, you know, he has, he has a, oh, I like you know, him. He has he has ties to Cincinnati. Um, uh, you know, and you don't wish, you know, him uh, uh to not do well in Minnesota. No? I do, Joe,
1: because he needs to be here. Yeah. I don't give a damn and about it. Zim, Zimmer, Zim, uh, yeah.
3: you know, from what I from what I hear, uh, uh, Zimmer is, is, is uh, hes he's uh, a He's a coach that every every player that every, ever that has ever played for him uh is gonna give him has given him kudos about everything, how he runs a team, how he treats players, you know, he commands respect. Uh he's gonna he's gonna demand that you're gonna go out, you're gonna give it y'all, you're gonna work hard, you're gonna play hard. Um so you know, you know why, Joe? Because it
2: gets in somebody's ass when when yeah. it doesn't oh, show. Yeah. Code anything. When it's time to play and you're not doing your job, he's going to make sure that you do your job or he's going to replace you. Anybody ever see Taylor get mad? You know, it's not,
3: no, but you know, you look at how horrendous. So, defense, defense last week, they're out there and they're playing against, you know, the Baltimore Ravens, a formidable offense. And uh, did they bend? Absolutely. That's their, that's what their motto. We're going to bend. We're not going to break. But they won on third down. So the guys were winning. They were making plays. Defense was flying around. Third down making plays. And then you're coming and, and you're going on the sideline and you're looking at Joe Burrow's running for his life every single. So where's the offensive line coach that is 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 on the what uh, 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 on, on the bench? You know, like give me some of this blip, you know, so that they're, they're bleeping, they're bleeping all the sounds on the sideline. Give me give me one of those guys. You know, I don't need you know, cause Zach, you're the head coach, so you got to be you know, you, you have to have show composure. But you know what? I mean, my my offensive line coach. I need you to fix it right now. So I may I may not, as a head coach, go and and, and go from the uh, from the sideline and go talk to, to the bitch to the offensive line. But I'm I'm gonna tell my offensive line coach, you know, damn it, get them together right now, or it's your ass. Period. You know, and here. From, from those guys, you know, I don't I – don't. mix it up. Mix it up. Get 68 out of there because you're not – what you can't play any worse. You know, uh, uh, put Benny Price back at center. Put the center back at guard. Try something. Do something because it's not working. It's not working. so you're saying to your team, and I'm on offense, on, on defense, and I'm looking at offensively, you know, the same guys. I'm saying the same guys are starting this week. You know, and you have to be thinking – in, in the offensive defensive rooms, they're going to start to be some, you know, come on, come on, oh, come on, man, come on, you know, and you're out there and you're getting your ass kicked over and over and over, you know, and, and we're going out there and, and we're, we're making stops. We're making stops, you know, at some point in time, man, there's going to be uh, somebody that blows off the, you know, blows off the handle. It's, it's human nature. Uh, uh, and, and um you know, it's it's unfortunate because we have enough enough talent. Do we have the talent to go to the Super Bowl? Absolutely not. Uh, but do we have the talent to compete? If 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 we had two formidable other offensive linemen and we stayed the same, my opinion, we would, we would be we would compete because of what Joe Joe Burroughs brings. Uh, and and you can get. AJ in the, the offense. We get Giovanni in the offense. And and, and allow, uh, you know those gaps cuz Mixon Mixon is going Mixon is going. He's going he's going to get it. He's going he's going to play. Just come on, let's go. Let's go. Give me come on. You know what I mean cuz I I know you can see the fire. Come on, dude. You
1: hey Joe, I mean? you're like this. Yes. Joe, can you name six New England Patriots? No. And they don't have a Joe Mixon. They don't have the receivers the Bengals have. And offensive line-wise, they lost their center last year. They lost their starting left tackle two years before that. And guys that we've never heard of all of a sudden are good enough to be 2-2 and and to be competitive in every game. I think what it shows you is this. In the NFL, with most teams, I don't think the talent level is that big a difference. But there is a big difference when it comes to coaching.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. You see the the same teams that that are – you know, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh gets, they get rid of guys. And here's this guy that that comes, the next guy comes up, comes in and he, and he fills in, you know, and, 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 and he fills in and there's no drop off. And, and these guys are not, you know, they're, they're, they're good football players, but when they, when they get in, 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 in the mesh of what they're doing, they become household guys and every, every four or five, you look at Pittsburgh linebackers, you know, their DBs, how they turn over. Guy, three, four years, boom, bring another guy in. You know, three, four years, you know, get his money, he goes somewhere else. And they and, and we can't do that. You know, we we we're we're just not built like that. And we're and and like I said, the big thing, we're not coached like that. So our guys, our our players are coming from the LSUs, they're coming from good schools, they're coming from good programs. But then they when they get here, they're not getting taught how what it takes to win an NFL the technique that you need to win in the NFL. You you can see that because you're you come from good programs. You know you you're you're a good football player. You're in the NFL. Uh but when you when you when you get here, you have to be taught what it is like to be in the NFL. I don't give a damn where you're from. Alabama, LSU, you 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 get here, you have to be taught how to be a become a competitive football player mentally. Uh, because, you know, it, you're, you're, you're not coming in this game and, and, and bulldozing anybody over, you know, every play. Uh, so it, it's it's a mental game. It's a technique game. And, and uh, when you can't put those two together, you get what you got offensively.
1: Uh. Hey, and Mike Holbrook brings up a good point about Andre Smith, and this is the one time COVID has really played out good for the Bengals because with no COVID – Andre Smith would have played because he decided not to play because of the COVID. And I'm sure the Bengals probably would have traded a second or third round draft pick for him right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But Joe, Bengals or Colts, who do you like?
3: You know what, uh, Ty, I'm, I'm with you, brother. I'm with you, brother. I, I'm, I'll have my bingo gear on. Uh I'll have my hat on, man. I'll be down here uh, with some whiskey and some, gar- some cigars, you know, and um, because, uh, I I can't I can't see it I I there's no changes I I don't I, I didn't hear any offensive line changes uh, uh they we did sign some somebody I I can't remember who it was but defensive um, lineman yeah Saviour. So Williams I don't, I don't I don't you know I'm not I'm not fooled by uh, uh, this coaching staff I refused. I'm at the point now I refuse to uh, get caught up in, in my emotional attachment. And 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 I know, you know, the guys that are out here coaching those 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 guys and, and not getting those guys prepared because that offensive line coaches have not got those guys prepared. It was too many blown assignments in, in week five. Can't happen. That doesn't happen. I don't care who you talk to. I don't care how bad you are. And I think the same thing is going to happen. Uh, this week, I think Indianapolis defense is going to totally, totally dominate us up front. Uh, I think we're going to bend and break. I think we're going to win some third downs here and there. Uh, but I still see uh, Indianapolis uh, uh, winning, uh 27 to 14.
1: All right, I'm going to go with the Colts to win this game. I don't think the Bengals can stop the run game as long as the Colts do not decide to have Phillip Rivers chuck it down the field 35 times. I think the Bengals have no chance because the Bengals very rarely have a chance. That's why Opie Taylor's 317-1 and now. And I'll say it, just like I said it all last year, he needs to take his ass back with Amp B and Mayberry because he sucks. (laughs) I I think the Bengals will score. I think the Bengals will score 20 points. I think they'll give up 34. They'll be one, four, and one. And the bad thing is they've still got a couple more games against teams that are predominantly run teams, and that's just going to lead. I think what you'll see is at the end of the year, Joe Burrow will get hot. They'll play teams that don't run the ball that well. They'll win three or four of their last five or six games. Everybody will get excited, and they'll decide to keep Zach Taylor. So right now I'm at a point as a Bengals fan, I'm almost cheering for him to lose just so it'll fire Zach Taylor. That's, that's unfortunate. Man, that's unfortunate. Last year, I wanted to lose so to get Joe Burrow. Now I want to lose so to get rid of Zach Taylor. <laughs> oh man! Hey, hold well, on, on. Mike Holbrook just invited us to Florida for wings. So I see you, Mike. I see hey, you. Hey, I'm
3: Mike. down with, I'm with that. Saying, yeah,
1: we might yeah but with the COVID, office. my wife losing her job, you're gonna have to fly us down, Mike. If you'll fly all three of us, we'll come down.
3: We're gonna come and we're gonna do the show and show uh, at, at, the, at the wing wing place.
1: Yeah, tell them we'll sponsor. It or they can sponsor it. Break it down. I'm sure there's tons of Bengal fans down yeah, there.
3: Yeah, um,
1: Mr. Andy Steve says no way we have win more than three games this year. I think I think four or five is the absolute most they could win, and I don't see that right now. Hell, I don't know if I see three right now, Joe.
3: Yeah, it, it's it's uh you know uh, uh Mr. Andy Steve. I I I'm, I agree with you based on uh offensively uh, unless unless there is a, a trade. And and I, the only trade uh, bait that we have would be AJ Green uh, in order to get a quality offensive line. Uh, without that, uh, I understand, Beagle Nation. Unfortunately, if we get three wins, and I, like I said, when you look at our, our our remaining schedule, and we didn't have a an extremely hard, tough schedule, uh, but based on the, who we have left, I I do not see us. Uh, offensively or defensively, being able to compete. Uh, All right, and, and, I think uh, Mike gave us the answer.
1: Mike's not flying us down because he put LOL. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if Mike, if you're anywhere near Panama City, I will be there in the middle of November. So, Mr. Andy Steve says that the Giants are the only game he see. He feels confident about the Bengals winning. I'm not confident about that because the thing about the Giants is they got Joe Judge in his first year. Joe Judge reminds me of Sean McDermott. When I watch the Giants, I see kind of what I saw with the Bills, McDermott's first year, and the same thing of Brian Flores last year. They play hard, and defensively, they're not a bad team. They lost Barkley, but I mean, who's to say that they don't just out tough the Bengals? Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, they they got uh, they signed uh, uh, was that Devontae uh, Freeman, the yeah. You know, so you know, you, you still have a, a, a Pro Bowl running back. And like you said, the Giants, the Giants, the Giants are, t- are tough. They they have a long way to go, uh, but they they, they play hard. And and uh uh I, I, I don't think that's gonna be a game. Uh in, in my opinion, the only game that I, I seen that I said we should have won was Philly. Uh, and that's because half of Phillies was hurt, you know, and we tied them. So uh if nothing changes offensively on the offensive line, uh that 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 they, the offensive line by themselves are are going to uh, have ruined this season and will continue uh, to ruin uh, our season and 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 put tears, crocodile tears, in my boy Ty Robbins' eyes every Sunday, brother.
1: Every Sunday, you're <laughs> breaking my heart. <laughs> hey, Ty, Ty, do you want? We're going to give you. We've never done this before, but we're going to give you a chance to change your pick on the Bengals and Colts. I can't, I am can. not going with the Colts, man. Yeah.
2: If it was somebody else and maybe Pete was playing, I might consider it.
1: <laughs> well, here fun. you go. No. Mike is in Orlando and Reggie Williams isn't that far away. So.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Reg, Reg i uh, I'm sure he feels the same way. I, I, I do, man. Um, you know, Reg, Reg, that's, that's Reg is a bingo, you know, Reg, Reg is Mr. Bingo. So, uh, you know, he's, uh, you know, I'm sure he'll root for the Bengals if, if you know, they, they do well and get far. But, you know, he's a realist as well. You know, and he knows, and he knows, and if anybody knows the Browns, it's number 57. You yeah, know, he's known it for a decade
1: longer than you have too, yeah, Joe. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. and he's
3: and, and he's had some intimate, close-up uh, conversations, candid conversations uh, with Mike Brown when he was a player. Um, you know, when he was a councilman, when he w- was retired and, you know, going through some of his trials and tribulations with his knee, um, uh, it was pretty testy and it got very testy. Uh, uh, you know, they have since talked and met, uh, to, uh, mend some of those fences. But, you know, if, if, uh, you can, if you can take a guy like Reggie Williams and, uh, there be some... Uh, commotion between a guy who literally gave his life to the Bingo organization. Uh, probably has played, uh, I don't know if him, him or Rattler or who has the most games.
1: Uh, uh, Reggie, I don't probably Reggie, Reggie. I'm not yeah, sure. Reggie, Reggie yeah, played Reggie. from 70, yeah, Reggie played Reggie played
2: 489,
1: yeah, and yeah, Rattler, I think, was like 69 or 70 to 83. They're probably close, but since yeah, Reggie had the 16 game season is most yeah. of his career Yeah. that might be the difference there but yeah. they're both up there of course the Rattler just recently passed away That's Mike had right. got yeah. a ring of honor if I yeah. was going to bring up a ring of honor in Cincinnati probably the first names that are popping into my head are Reggie Williams, Ken Riley, Ken Anderson, and Isaac course, Curtis and Joe Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, I'll
3: be down there by the concession stand over the hot dogs.
1: <laughs> hey. <laughs> What the hell? But you know what? The Bengals are still making pay for the damn hot dogs too. Right, right. You
3: know it. You know it. You know it, man. Unfortunately, and it is
1: embarrassing, as Andy Steve says, that they yeah. don't have one already. Yeah. Not even a ring of honor. At least have a Bengals Hall of Fame. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Isaac Curtis. I mean Tim Crumwright. There's a lot of oh, guys.
3: Man. Oh man, it list, the list goes on. Anthony Munoz. We, we didn't say these. Anthony Munoz. Oh, that's that's go, that goes unsaid. You know, but yeah. you know, you, you're talking about Boomer. There's there's a, a whole lot of a whole lot of players, Ross Browner, Eddie Edwards. There, there's so many guys.
1: Max Montoya.
3: Coy Bacon. You know, you you have Lamar Parrish. You know, you have so many guys that uh, you know, the guys I play with, Fulcher, uh, you know, Eddie Brown. There's so many guys that that, you know, that as, as as a fan, as a fan, and you go to you go to other stadiums. I know you guys been to other stadiums and you see you know, you see their, their players and, and bingos, at least now they're, they're theres isn't a, 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 ring of honor. Uh, but now I would say uh, maybe three, four years ago, they have, uh, you know, these huge pictures of some of, you know, the bingo uh, legends in there.
1: So I give them. Yeah, I think so I can so. just printed off at Kinko's Joe. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> you know,
3: so, you know, like I said, it's a, it's a start, you know, and, and, um, you know you know mike is hey when i put their pictures up why do i need a ring of honor you know it's it's no different than every other team in the nfl has an alumni uh uh uh, booth where you know alumni come i can go to i played six teams i can go to all my other five teams hey joe kelly want to come to this game you know here uh they're not necessarily going to fly me out if i'm there if i'm in philly Call Jay Joe Kelly. You make two tickets. Come up here. You're in the in the in the in the alumni suite. Um, Bengals won't do that uh, because he thinks that it would cost too much. So when was the last time the Bengals stadium been sold out? You know, and and how much is going to cost to you know have alumni in in a when is that one bingo, You know one one the alumni suite. You know, because uh, you know when we do come down there, uh, you know, fans fans are you know diehard fans. They're excited to we go down there and we're signing autographs and mixing and mingling with the with the fans. They're excited to see you know alumni, all kind of alumni from the past, not just all the you know the top legends. They're you know guys. You know uh, fans have their favorite players, and and you know it's something nice uh, and something that every team does. You know to get the get the fans involved and. Keep the camaraderie going and and uh, you know keep that fan base excited. Yeah, and and you have to keep the fan base excited when you're putting out this crap that's on the field plan. Uh, you know, try to get the fan base excited for something. So, you know, we don't we don't know, man. We're we just uh, you know in in miserably miserably in love. You know, with yeah. with with our team, man.
1: Yeah, and Mike would love to get Paul's opinion on his son's job, but I'll tell you what I think that he's done what his daddy would have wanted. He's just not as good at picking the players.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's it, it, not, you know. And uh, I, I think you know. Well, I, I know that people respected Paul because of who he was, and 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 no matter how long Mike has run the organization, I don't, I don't think Mike will ever be respected as a football guy
1: by anybody and that's mike's fault if mike would have went out and got an ozzy newsome early on it might have changed everything because then the city would love him but i'll still bring it back to this the biggest mistake i think this franchise ever made outside of trading joe kelly after 1989 (laughs) was not hiring bill walsh to be the head coach in 1976. oh yeah i mean you
3: you look you look at the I, i i even 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 now currently i know for a fact Willie Anderson is offered, offered to come and work with the offensive line. Mm. I know Willie. I can call Willie on the phone. I know they, you know, deny that, you know, they don't want Willie down there working with the guys and the guys start listening to him over the offensive line coach. You know, at the end of the day, it's about, you know, getting, getting these guys better, you know, hell, uh, um, the Dallas Cowboys had Willie Anderson down there working with their guys. It's
1: Willie's Dallas been Cowboys. with a few different teams helping their guys, I think. Yeah. You know, I think so- Willie is one of the most underrated tackles that ever lived. I mean, if you watch Willie Anderson play, if he wasn't stuck on the Bengals of the 90s, he'd be in the Hall of Fame.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, think you, eventually he he'll, he'll 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 get there. Ho- hopefully, hopefully, Kenny, you know, gets in there, you know, because he both deserves to get in there. You both Kenny's. Yeah, both, yeah. Yeah, yeah both Kenny's. Both Kenny and Lamar, and, and, Lamar
1: Parrish was a Hall yeah. of Famer,
3: yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's that, and you know, but that's that's the respect that you know, sports writers have for the Bingo organization, unfortunately. Because, you know, had had uh, you know, when you look at if if, if both those Super Bowls were literally lost by seconds and inches, if the, both of those both of those turn into victories, which wasn't you know that's not something like we're hopefully wishing that they played good against Indian. yeah people. they easily and could have been those Super Bowls both Bingo teams should have won and had the better team uh and that then that would change that would have changed the trajectory of the organization on what people think of free agents coming here um uh uh you know having uh uh players former players here you look at you look at Baltimore hiring Ozzie Newsom. You know, uh, as, as he was, what is it? He's their their GM now, or whatever he is. Well, uh, he
1: was. He retired, I think, two years ago. But they won two Super Bowls. He became the GM as soon as they went to Baltimore.
3: Yeah. Okay. Because uh, uh, I uh, and you look at here, even you know, uh, Max is in the area. Anthony Munoz is in the area. Joe Walters is in the, uh, is in the area. You have you have so many guys that are still in the area uh, that were part of your organization that you could have had them you know, some, some part of your, your organization, you look at all the teams I played for at the Jets, the, the Green Bay Packers, their, 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 uh, organizations are field scouts are former players, uh, um, in their office, you know, uh, they their former players. Uh, so you have that connection. Uh, and, you know, I see it, uh, um, Eric Davis, Cincinnati Red, uh, we grew up together. When I, I go up, he takes me into the Reds' booth. The Reds, they're, they're they go there. There's, there's everybody is GM. Or their coaches are, you know, scouts are former Reds. You know, and, and uh, uh, you know, you, you have that, that commitment to uh, your, your, your players. And, and with that commitment, it, it shows and it, it just bodes well you know, for your, your the, the type of organization that you have. Uh, and, and, and I think uh, if, if, if we're able to do that, I think people can put the bingos in a different light because we're not held in a different light We're the, nobody wants to come free agents don't want to come. This is not a place they want to come. Uh, you know, Cincinnati is a great city. C- Cincinnati is all, oh, I love Cincinnati. You know, it's, it's awesome city. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, you know, the, the bingos don't, have that connection with their alumni and therefore i think it there becomes a disconnect with the fan base uh, uh a lot of times when you don't have the ring of honor and scouts uh you know and, and you get the disrespect around the league uh and and why we only have one hall of famer and we definitely should have five six hall of famers bona fide hall of famers
1: all right guys we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up because i got a bad prostate and it's been a little over an hour joe yeah, so man. be real. All right, Ty, quit talking crap to the people that you work with. What's the score, Joe?
3: Man, we're down three to one. Dodgers down three to one. Man, uh, so we'll see. We're, yeah. we're still in. It still got. At least have to like
1: the red. It got swept right away. All right, guys, <laughs> we will oh be my back. God.
3: It's six one now. Oh, it's we sweet.
1: will be back. You guys want to do next Wednesday or Thursday?
3: Either day works for me. All
1: right, we'll just go next. Wednesday, 9 o'clock, we'll talk about the Bengals and the Colts. Ty picked pick the Bengals to win the next game, and I don't even know who the hell that is anymore. So it doesn't really matter. I'm not going to pick the Bengals.
2: Who day Nation.
3: Who day Nation. Who day?
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. And Mr. Andy Steve says, thanks for talking, fellas. Thanks for listening, uh, gee, Andy. Andy. Make sure you stop back next week. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. For now. For Ty Robbins, Joe Kelly, I'm Mike Goodpastor. You've been listening and watching to The Grueling Truth, where the legends speak.